0: Hey, if you got here from Earwolf Presents, welcome. Welcome. Welcome
1: to Homophilia. We're happy to have you. I'm Matt McConkie. I'm Dave Holmes. And uh, this is the show that asks all your favorite LGBT people what they're loving and who they're loving. Right. So we get deep. Yeah. We talk pop culture. We talk, what are you watching? What are you obsessed with these days? And then we get really personal. Yep. Too personal, mm-hmm. some might say. Yeah. We soften them up with some TV talk, uh-huh.
0: and then we go right for the throat. Yeah, uh, we get really deep into relationships and identity, and and uh, you know just issues of of interest to LGBTQ people and to
1: the world. Yes, and we most importantly ask, "Who you fucking?" That's right. Uh, we, not to toot our own horn, but let's toot Entertainment Weekly put us yeah. on their must list. I recently. mean, you guys, what an honor. What an honor. So we've got a very special episode for you yeah. with our beloved friend, Elliot Glazer. Mm-hmm. He's a writer on, uh, on Broad City, uh, uh, and many,
0: many other things. He and does he's uh, a, a goddamn called- opera singer. He's a trained opera singer and he's hilarious and he's insightful and we had a really good conversation and we, uh, we hope you enjoy it. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: welcome to Homophilia. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, we are off and running. I can't believe it. This it's... is a real show now, Matt. Well, as we were saying before, like, if we're all still standing, yeah, this will come out a couple weeks from now, but it's a, you know, this is a real end of the world day. It's yeah. looking like so. We might
0: be talking to some super hip gay people and allies, or we might be talking to cockroaches and yeah. Tina Turner. I'm just very glad to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and this seems well fortified. Be- this it's, It feels like if something happens, if something goes down, we might be safe. Yeah, these
1: well, yellow panels around – these yellow linen panels uh-huh. around the room look like they're really uh-huh. going to keep us safe. They keep sound out, so maybe yeah. they can keep radiation yeah.
0: and, uh, and fire out.
1: We'll find out. We'll find out. Look, nobody's – coming to this show to get my hot takes on No, no. World News. No, indeed, we are here to talk about uh, about popular culture and yeah. about life. What's going on with you?
0: Um yeah, think, things are good. Yeah. I want to I, I want to open with pop culture. Uh I have just begun watching uh What would Diplo do? Oh. Vice This
1: the one with the This is James the one with James Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek.
0: Who uh and I enjoy the
1: show uh-huh. and I can't tell if I enjoy the show because James Vanderbeek is why. I haven't seen a frame and I can tell you it's definitely it's, because of the James Vanderbeek. thing. there's
0: ch- a charm to it. Yeah. It's nice. It's funny. It's funny. And the and so it's scripted. It's He's scripted. Playing. He plays Diplo who he looks a little bit like. And it's sort it's like a knowing entourage. It's like, uh, uh, okay. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, an, it's like a. Um, it's in on the
1: joke of itself. It's in on
0: the joke of itself, right? All right and I it, do like, that. And, and the Diplo character is like sort of a little bit out of it, and he's surrounded by people who are trying to keep him on track. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, um, it's not. I'm not going to tell you it's the greatest show on television, but I sure. really enjoy it. And James Vanderbeek's shirt is off thirty seconds in. Wow! And how's he looking? Fantastic! Wow! Fantastic! Great hair. Great forearms. That's, like he's the, just that's the together. feature
1: you have fixated on the most because I is, definitely yeah. have heard you zero in on his forearms. Yeah, they're, they're exquisite. They really are. They really are. Get yourself an eyeful. And when you say he's the reason you're gay, yeah. does that mean you're watching Dawson's Creek back no, in the day? And that's no. What,
0: you know, back in that era, no. But now – he turned a corner a few years ago. I don't know exactly what it was. It might have oh, been I, the so, funnier die thing when he did when, when they had Vander Beek Week or something, or James Vander Week
1: yeah, yeah, on Funnier okay. Die. Yeah, he did a, like a commercial
0: hard, for for Dilf khakis. And it was like uh, like oh, he sure. was like a modeling shoot, and I was like, ooh, something awoke inside of me. Wow. Yeah. I will I will let me let me throw this, let, let me do this name-dropping for Please. you. Please. Right? Like one of my first sort of exploratory visits to LA when I was like kind of starting to wonder whether uh-huh. I was gonna move out here. This is maybe 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came out here, and I this is my like this was my first L.A. experience, and and I and I just I kind of thought oh this is what my life here is going to be like. I was <laughs> in Terry Polo's garage. Wow. With uh, with the lead singer of Dogs Eye View, a guy named Peter Stewart, who was a good friend of mine. Okay. Uh, James Vanderbeek and Neil Patrick Harris. Whoa. And we did bong hits and played Trivial Pursuit. Whoa. And James Vanderbeek. Fucking mopped the floor with us, like it was not even close.
1: And this was before Dilf Week. So
0: at this, this point, before you're Dil- just yeah, like, no, oh, he did not register some- sexually for me at all. Wow. Neil Patrick Harris did a little bit, and I was, and he wasn't out yet. But I was, like, I was kind of wondering, like there was he had a yeah. quality where I was like, I wonder if you were like you got something, you don't have those forearms? Not no. Well, but he, neither did James Vanderbeek at the time. I don't oh, think. Okay, right. I don't think. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I thought, oh, this is this is what it, my life in L.A. Oh. is going to be like. This is maybe that was kind of that was in the pro column. And so, and it, it was never that cool again. It's not like that anymore? It's not as much like that anymore. I feel like you it's, could get back into Terry Polo's garage I right could. now if you wanted to. I could. I think I'm in that neighborhood now. I don't remember exactly where I was, but I was for sure in Studio
1: City. Yeah. I mean, 2001 feels like peak Terry Polo time.
0: Yeah, Like yeah. We're,
1: we're in the, meet the middle meet the parents. of meeting the parents sure. and <laughs> yeah. she is, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. How about you? What are, what are you watching? What are you listening I mean, to? What are you doing? Something slightly less new, I guess, is my new <laughs> – obsession which is uh are you familiar with a uh, program called mod uh yeah from <laughs> and then I, there's uh, mod but, yeah uh just discovered that for the first time oh and wow f- didn't know that there is a, a you know a, a station that reruns all the like old norman lear shows. is that a me tv or is that a logo i don't no 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 it's a deeper cut. It's like one of those, I wish it's like the, like the applause network, you know, something where it's like every commercial is, is, is made for like the, the, the dumbest like grandparents. And or oldest. Yeah. Like it's It's the most vulnerable citizens. God bless them. Yeah. It's all like insurance and where to freeze your head. A lot of like back brace (laughs) things. And then one thing for like, um, they're not veneers, but it's like a, it's just like imagine dentures, but that you can, you get them hot and then you just put them in and you have new teeth. And the, so the, the, hot it's, yeah, it's just your it's a commercial that is essentially like a rejected SNL sketch where uh-huh. you're, you would watch it and go like too broad. No. Nope, yeah. Sorry, like this doesn't. So each day you get new hot teeth. I think you have one set and uh-huh. you're just putting it in when you when the camera's coming out or when yeah, I don't know, I should probably get some. Oh, wait. Maybe a they could be a sponsor for the show. Okay. First of all, you have
0: great teeth. This Thank is the second you. time I've heard you complain about your own teeth. They're fantastic. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, oh wait. So it's not
1: dentures. Oh, no, no, sorry. But I th- I think they work like dentures. I'm not quite sure how dentures work. Well, my okay. point is it's a it's like having a veneer but you can take them in and out. I see. I um, see. And and so, and it's like hot wax, hot plastic. You again, put it in boiling water and the stick I'm it in your mouth or some. Okay. The I got to watch them to see if you up. notice that I have new teeth. Okay. And I'm you also going to break down how they work for you. You don't need new teeth.
0: I also am watching a lot of old sitcoms. I'm living in the past because it is so sure. much more pleasant to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm watching a lot of me TV. So I'm seeing a lot of Vicky. La- there's a lot of Vicki Lawrence in my life.
1: Oh, that's She's great. still
0: doing the promos in character as Mama. Oof. That's same nice. dress, same wig,
1: the whole bit. That's so comforting. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's her. It's uh, Marianne from, uh, from Gilligan's Island. Wow. Uh, they are the two people who I think are living and
1: camera ready – you yeah. can go in and do promos. Yeah, I I think I, you know, if it was on when I was little and I caught it then, yeah. I, I caught it, I stayed with it, I, I, I have those, you know, nostalgic attachments to it. But if it was on a little bit before I was born, I I was just like I don't know, I I grew up with this arrogance of like, if it came before me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so I, yeah but now I'm like, oh yeah, no, that that was a very good show. Yeah, you gotta study up. Um, and otherwise I don't have any new obsessions. I mean, I've, I've been listening to the, speaking of being stuck in the past, I've been listening to the Beverly Hills 90210 soundtrack a Ooh. lot. Ooh. So some Brian McKnight. Yeah. Brian McKnight is sure. on there. Are you, do you remember this soundtrack? Yeah, of course I do. You do? Yes. Okay. Because, uh, it has, you've got Shanice of, oh my God. I love your smile on there, but the oh best song which has which is officially like my song of the summer mm-hmm. is um, called the right Kind of Love by Jeremy Jeremy Jordan. Jordan of course. I can't believe you know this. Of course I, I mean, do of course you do know it. Yes, but
0: this also feels like it was before your MTV time. It was. but that doesn't mean I was not taking
1: in yeah, everything around course, me no, including of course. Of course. Jeremy Jordan
0: which this is Jeremy um, Jordan. He in my head uh, it's him. it's uh, it's Joey Lawrence. it's Dino there was a whole bunch yes, of people yeah. who like who were pop stars for a year and a half and then they went away the party oh, do you god. remember the party oh go
1: yes yeah wow
0: summer vacation
1: yeah, yeah this is accessing like an uncomfortable part of my brain there's a lot there's a lot of vests really? and no
0: shirt yeah
1: right? Right? that was i mean and he has i mean god bless him we are we talked about aaron carter quite a bit on yes, we did. Uh, on who charted the other yeah. day but um jeremy jordan i've been looking him up Currently, like yeah. where he's at currently. And he's not in a great place currently. I don't think I don't. he's in a And I think <laughs> it's, it can't be easy to have another famous Jeremy Jordan out yes. there in the world. Who's, who's killing this, it. Young, hot guy yeah. who's singing and dancing and acting and killing it. Top of his game. But guess what? I what? will take that Jeremy Jordan over the new one any day. I'll be darned. Uh, let me tell you
0: one of my favorite things to do. And this is something I discovered by accident. Mm-hmm. I was at uh, – there's a bar called the Foxfire Room. Okay. Uh, out in the valley, it's where uh, the the shitty bar scenes are in Magnolia. Right? Oh yes, it's like the sad oh, where bar where William H Macy goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a very sad bar. Like it's perfectly fine, like on a weekend night. Yeah. and it's you know, and it like I live in the valley, and so sometimes we need a place to meet, and we'll go there. So one such time, this maybe five years ago, uh, I left my credit card there, mm-hmm. and so I had to go back in the next day, and so I went in at like they open at seven a.m. three hundred sixty-five days a year. So I went at like. 10 or something in the morning and there were four people there and it was totally silent and like I think Fox News and ESPN were on the – were on the screens wow. and it was just – it was super grim um, yeah. and I think it was like a Sunday. So it was OK for me to like have a Bloody Mary before noon yeah, because I had nothing to do and I was like this is, this is interesting to yeah. me. Like who are these people? Why aren't they talking? And, uh, and then I thought – what if I put on I Love Your Smile by Shanice? Because oh, <laughs> they had the internet God. jukebox. And so I did. And it was like it truly made me happy how unhappy it made the other <laughs> oh, four people. Yeah. Because that is the happiest song that's ever been written. I love it. It's so it got good. me through dark times. And in it college. holds up.
1: Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. She's still with us, I think. Oh yeah, she's, she's totally – She's she's around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and she's doing mean better alive. than Jeremy I Jordan. Mean she's 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 making music. She's ma- yeah, probably yeah,
0: yeah. sure. Yeah, she's on the Branson <laughs> circuit. Uh, so I would recommend all of our listeners go to the saddest bar you can find in the daytime. Yeah. Make sure they have the internet jukebox. Yeah, put on "I Love Your Smile" by Shanice. Watch what happens. Oh, uh, what a dream! It's my advice to you. Homophilia advice
1: for August, twenty seventeen. Oh God! Um, all right. Well, we'll be right back with our guest. Let's do it. We are back with our guest. Uh, he's uh, a, a writer, uh, a singer, uh, yeah. a performer. An entertainer. Uh, <laughs> you know him from from Broad City and uh, and his web series, which is called... It Gets um, Better-ish. It Gets Better-ish. Oh my
0: God, that makes me so happy. I love <laughs> that show.
1: And also Thank Haunted...
0: Haunting Renditions. Haunting Renditions.
1: Thank you. Um,
2: it's Elliot Glazer. Hey, Thank thanks you so for much having for me. Being okay. like, Elliot. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. Better now that you're here? Well, I... I mean, there's so much to talk about. Well, I mean, where do you want to start? Do you
1: want to start Terry Polo or do you want to start a tattoo? (laughs) I want to start
2: a Terry Polo. Of course. Okay. Do you watch the, does anybody know The Fosters?
0: I've never (laughs) seen The Fosters and everybody raves about it. It's so good. Yeah.
2: It's so good. It's a a drama on freeform for children Mm -hmm. about like two lesbians and like all their foster kids. Yeah. And Terry Polo is magnificent. (laughs) Truly magnificent. Like really magnificent? Yes. You're like, she plays a. Butch, lesbian, cop, what? like nobody's business. What's the hair like? Uh, it, For a while, it was, you know, sh- sort of short and still feminine. And then yeah. at some point last season, I guess, she was like, no, or not she, but maybe she, I don't know. Yeah. was like, no, no, no I'm going, f- I'm going all in. And she oh, like yeah. com- went full, like, you know, early like early rosy on Rosie post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> early out's Rosie. Uh, and it's right. It is, it is, um, it, you know, it's intense. Yeah. But it's such a, it's such a good show. And it's so unapologetically um, inclusive. It's just like, it's just such a, it's just such a good show. And Terry Polo is a rock star on it. How many
0: seasons deep are we?
2: How much catch up? Um, There's probably like, at this point I would guess five seasons. Oh boy. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of, it's a lot of teen drama. Uh I can take it. (laughs) But it's just, yeah, it's just well done. And also like the, just, just watching Terry Polo and and just her name, Terry yeah, Polo Terry is Polo. just so good. Terry yeah. Polo,
0: yeah. And what were you doing right in her garage? Where, I know uh, her. Okay, I guess Peter, who was my friend, was a friend of her. Peter husband's. Page, Peter Stewart. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think he was friends with her husband and that's how it happened. But it was like, uh, it was one of those kind of Valley situations where they didn't use the garage as a garage. It, right. It right. Not, you know, right. I don't think we were calling it a man cave yet, right. but uh-huh. essentially, you know, well, I heard, done up
2: with TVs and I heard somebody told me that she is crazy, really crazy, crazy Terry Polo <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, <laughs> bless, bless, her, her bless, her heart. bless her heart, she yeah. does, she should be. She's, if that means she is, you know, killing it as Steph Adams Foster, then, uh-huh. Then be crazy, She's her badass her ass right. police woman. I love it. <laughs> it's so, so good. During the break, we addressed your B. Arthur tattoo. Yes, I so have a tattoo of B. Arthur absolutely on my arm. Beautiful. Yeah,
1: can I get another look at that? Yeah, I, I, sure. I, I, peeking out from his from his T shirt, it says "Thank you for being a friend." But yes, then and you, you see her face, a gorgeous, very photorealistic. portraiture, yeah. I guess, like you could a say. stipple kind of like a Wall Street Journal kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, surrounded by a, what do you call the? I forget. Uh, like romantic, I know it's like a laurel? Um, a laurel. Yeah.
2: Is it a laurel? I think it is. There's an. I think there's another word that I'm always. I always forget. Okay. But it's anyway, stunning. Thank it's you. Really How long have you t- had that? Uh, seven years. I got it in wow. 2010. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah.
0: Uh, and you've d- you've done a, a podcast about the Golden Girls, so you're yeah. You're, H Allen
2: Scott is uh, out on in. the Lanai. Yeah. He's <laughs> a. You know, I wasn't here. I, I we wanted to do it together, but I wasn't um, living in L.A. at that point, And Carrie Doherty is. A huge, huge, huge fan. Yeah, and so I'm glad they've they've got it going and it's going strong. And uh-huh. uh, when I was on it, it was you. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'll fill in here and there, and sure. um, you know, I've, you're a part of it. you <laughs> yes, your, your
0: fingerprints are on this. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right. exactly. Okay. And how could they not be? You of know, course. I mean,
2: I just it's a uh, it's an encyclopedic thing at this point. I think yeah. for me, wow. but for I think a lot of people too. You know, everyone. Oh, yeah. Although I don't know if you guys know um, Alaska from uh, Drag Race. Yeah. Um. He is a. Uh, he is. The, he knows every line from the show verbatim, and wow. I mean, he doesn't miss a thing. He is a he is a he is a Golden Girls savant in real life. I mean, it is yeah. it is fascinating. He's he's he knows every last minor detail about every line about every. It's every, he's incredible. And you're not at that.
1: you're not at knowing every line l- I, level. Oh, I'm pretty close. You can quote like uh, an episode yeah. here and there. Yeah, yeah. There's I'm, a single I'm, thing
2: I'm, that I'm like that with. Um. Yeah. It's. I, I. I guess the show sort of just for me at least. Um. Just it is so much. Like there's oh, so I, much. Oh,
1: I mean, I love it. So, yeah. but I. But I know that I. I see the level of true fandom. Yeah. So I can't pretend to that. No, I, nor that should I'm you. There, I mean, but
2: it's, I, Yeah. It's, it's. 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 You know. It's. It is the thing that I've always just responded to so deftly and like for so long and. You know, and people, it's, I mean, people always are like, oh, it's, it's, which golden girl are you? Or like, it's a gay thing. And like, I just never thought of it as that. I never thought of it as a gay thing, or I've just never thought of it that way. I just think it's the funniest TV show yeah. Yeah. that I've ever seen. Yeah, well, it's beautifully she's
1: written. The best performer of all time. Yeah, which is wh- why Maude is like doing it for me now. And how yeah. do you feel about Maude, by the way? As
2: um, I'm I'm good with it. I you know <laughs> I like I'm it. not like it's not like a thing that I care that much about. Yeah. Um, I think it's you know fascinating for sure. And um, the abortion episode is obviously you know yeah outrageously important. Yeah. But it's just it's not the Golden Girls.
1: It's not the Golden
2: Girls. No, the Golden Girls was different. I mean at that point it was like the, the chemistry was a very unique thing and the just the conversations they were having were so unique and as I've gotten older I'm remembering stuff that I didn't remember before but more but even more than that getting references on the show that I couldn't yeah, when I was sure. younger, and it just ha- and like you know, it just kind of year after year after year. It's like as I learn like American history, I'm like, oh, that's who you know, that's who that that person yeah. w- was or is, and that's yeah. why the joke is funny, you know. Yeah, it it it's it, it but al- so much of the humor is in the language. Like it's so it's just multifaceted. That's why it's so funny. There's humor in the language and the physicalities and the outrageous you know plots and the plots that aren't outrageous and mm-hmm. what they wanted to take like. Everything about it is is funny and interesting. You know, like one episode is Rose thinks she might have AIDS. Like, that's insane. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's wow, complete insane. That is, I can't yeah.
1: believe that happened. I forgot <laughs> she also has a heart the, attack, right? She has a heart
2: attack in two end. episodes. Jesus. And it's the like the show just goes off the – and I'm a fan of the later seasons. There's sort of like two camps, which is like the earlier seasons mm-hmm. and the later seasons. Mm-hmm. And I think fans of the earlier seasons think of that as more, um, uh, quote-unquote, realistic, more like p- almost – Play style, mm-hmm. whereas I like the later seasons, which were like when Mitch Hurwitz came in, yeah. when things sort of went a little bit more improvisational or mm-hmm. fantastical, and like there was a slight breaking of the fourth wall. And I, and I, pref- it's zany, and I prefer that. Right. I prefer that. Right. And there's always new observations too. Like yesterday, I was watching an episode, and it starts with B. Arthur taking a nap in the full, like, full daytime, like all the lights on. She's on the couch. Her feet are <laughs> over the couch. She doesn't fit on the couch. Her feet <laughs> are like. Hanging over the side and she's wearing like a full on like, like high school principal outfit. And it's like, why are you taking a nap in the full daylight? (laughs) Like, it's just, it's a, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's crazy in so many ways. And it just. It's just always good. It just always, 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 always holds up. Yeah. And how many shows can you say do that? Right. Really? Like, how how many television shows can hold up like that? Have you done a live performance of the Chicken Little musical? <laughs> no, <laughs> not myself. But okay. but even that. If it's you want like, to put that together, I'm I'd down. I'd love to. But okay. think about the yeah, thing about also how crazy that is. That. Mm-hmm. But even in that episode, they're like, we have to put on the play because first grade is when first grade is when kids take an interest in reading. It's like. Okay. what you have to put on the p- <laughs> three old ladies have to put on the play and then Sophia somehow yeah. gets dragged in as the narrator what yeah. yeah there are no
0: other people who can be it's involved crazy. In the play. it's
2: crazy yeah. it's crazy but I, I but I love every minute of mm-hmm.
0: it and and all the parts that they that they choose yes. just happen to correspond to their personality, completely perfectly. correspond to
2: their personality. Yeah. but also think There's about like it, a whorish like, bird it's insane turkey lurky, she's got the neck and like mm-hmm. them also saying the, like imagine in the writer's room who got how'd they get there like Henny Penny, penny <laughs> the sky is falling Three birds like how did they get there? How on earth? It's so interesting. Oh God, it's a, it's a bygone era. Oh, it really so is.
1: I, but I, having said that, which Golden Girl are you? I mean,
2: you. I just, you Dar- I mean, has to, it has Dorothy. You uh, know, yeah, it's just but it's, you know, even if you're just like slightly acerbic, that makes you just that you're Dorothy yeah, automatically. Dorothy's automatically. the thinker.
1: Have you thought about which one you are, man? I think I'm probably a Rose who thinks she's a Dorothy, yeah, <laughs> well, or aspires to be a Dorothy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You? Mm-hmm. Ah, Obviously, so Blanche. <laughs> it's time to talk about Elliot's love life. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Gently segue. I, that, that was a <laughs> fantastic a segue. I think he's really taking to the segment oh my God. of the I love show. It. Yeah, I think he's doing great. Elliot, um, what's your current dating status?
2: Uh, I'm in a. Re- <laughs> this is
1: so funny.
2: Um, I'm in a. I'm in a relationship of nine months. Nine
1: months. Yeah. Hey. Wow. That's a really special time. Yeah. You could have had a baby is, by now. You've taken it to term, yeah. and it's serious. <laughs> but yeah. it's still, you're under a year. It's still fresh. Yeah. You
2: know, it's um. He's uh, a wonderful, wonderful gentleman, and we. Um. He works in film. He's a. He's like a marketing uh, executive, and oh, thank God he's one. He's just. He's just wonderful, and. Um, he's also really (laughs) tall and handsome Uh and I've never dated any, I just don't feel like I'm in that world of like tall, tall, handsome people. Yeah. So it's, that's very new where I'm like, Oh my God. Like I call him a, I call him a Viking. Uh He's, He's six feet, but I'm like, you're a Viking. You're like a you're a viking prince and he's like what are you (laughs) talking about like but i'm just never i thought i'm like in in small world you know Mm
1: -hmm. does that make sense yes it totally does and are you guys living together getting close to living together that's not on the table no
2: no no i mean no it's still new and i think just from my own personal experience the last time i moved in with a a boyfriend was i think a little after a year and that was in new york and Mm -hmm. i don't i wouldn't say it backfired on me, I just think about it now, and I'm like, we probably should have waited. And also, New York ruins it. Right, it does because <laughs> the stakes are high. You don't have any space. High stakes are high. You don't have space. makes it
0: inevitable. Inevitable. Yes. Ha- I mean, especially now, you have to move in. Mr. Exactly. Yeah. All of the young people that I work with are like are in relationships, and they move in almost immediately. Because here, here to, in LA? No, 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 no. In New in York. In New York, yes. Uh, yeah, and and like even still, <clears> they're <throat> out in Greenpoint or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's just there's no other way. to Absolutely. Live and
2: it's and it's. It's kind of bananas that the city's space or lack thereof really does inform so many people's romantic lives because it is true. It's inevitable and it just saves you so much money. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, for me personally, it wasn't bad. I just think back now and think I'd much rather wait. And I'm enjoying, you know, I'm relatively. N- still new to LA and I just love having my own space and he and, has a beautiful yeah. place so we're, we're very lucky extra space oh, extra space time. it's crazy yeah. my, my dog just had his bladder stones removed he had oh. bladder stones which is uh, a bummer but he's he's doing fine but he's still leaking here and there uh-huh. and so it's nice to not be in a small studio That's and having right. that I'm happen and I feel plenty space me. to leak I, he yeah. has plenty of space to, to, to ruin things to so stones. it's fine
1: oh <laughs> how did <laughs> or, how did you guys meet
2: uh, scruff, actually. Okay. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah. And oh, very, was um, it
1: a. Was the first meeting a. It was a very
2: clean on the up. <laughs> it was very. Um, we just started talking and. Uh, and he had a, a Hillary shirt on, and I was, you know, right, very much into it. Uh-huh. And it was
0: pre-election, uh, mm-hmm.
2: this pre-election, of there was course, hope in the air. Yes, there was hope in the air. Mm-hmm. He's a big fan of Broad City, so he didn't believe that it was me, which I thought was incredibly funny. So um, he
1: recognized you right away, but thought it was like a fake picture.
2: I guess so, and I, wow. t- which is. Flattering to think that somebody would run with my picture, but nevertheless, you know, we started talking and I was like, he's got, he, this is like brains. He's got like brains. And, and then we met up for a drink and I like walked into the bar and the wind was knocked out of me. Cause again, it's like, this man is like six feet tall, Peruvian, really smart, handsome, voracious reader. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he's a dream. And my, he's wonderful. Have you met families? We just did that in New York, actually. How'd it go? It went great. My um, my parents are. Um, uh very, I guess, Jewish for lack of a better term. Uh-huh. Very involved, and they want to be involved. And so, um, yeah, my well, mom was, nine
1: months must have been a long time for them. They must. Oh
2: have been. yes, my mom was t- talking about. You know, his name's Fernando. She's telling, uh, she's telling people that she knows a Peruvian. That, that you know, like yeah. she's paying attention. How's Fernando? I'm like, she's talking about him, and I'm like, you haven't met him yet. Like, how how can you talk about a person you haven't even met yet? <laughs> but they just really hit it off, you right. know. And I met his parents; and they were also lovely. And um, where are they? Well they uh split their time between uh <laughs> between Miami, New York, and Lima. Oh,
0: Jesus Fernando. Christ,
1: yeah. Elliot. Well <laughs> done. Wow. And so before Fernando, how long were you single? Um I think it was f- uh, four year- four years. Uh huh. Ah uh, yes, four and, years. So, and that was that last relationship, the one where you moved in. Exactly. Got,
2: yeah, in New York, and that was. Uh, yeah, we were together. I think for about three years. Oh, um, it yeah. Ended badly. Oh, oh, it ended so badly. Really? I think I Horrible. maybe heard you
1: talk about this on Rana and Beverly. Is this oh the same maybe relationship? I did. What's that? Is this the same relationship? Probably. We're about yeah. Probably. A, yeah.
2: It was just like the relationship was, you know, good. I, I or so I thought, and then. Mm-hmm um it was just he it was it, he ended it so unceremoniously out of yeah, yeah. literally out of no like truly out of a- absolutely nowhere and it was it was just horrifying it was yeah. a horrifying How way to treat you another do human it, if
1: i may ask you a triggering um, question
2: it was like wake up hey i'm leaving
1: oh <laughs> it was Elliot. insane
2: it was oh, insane to the point that my to the to the point that fr- my friends and family were like is he mental and or is he like does he have like a secret life or something and it's like no he just didn't have the capacity to communicate his feelings in other in any other way than literally cutting the cutting the cord just cutting the cord closing the door and like it was it was the craziest thing that's ever happened to me
1: and was that it that was it did you ever have closure
2: no 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 did you ever see him again once well, we met up like oh, like I, m- I insisted that we meet up weeks later to just talk and that was still just like a painful you know there was nothing there no closure yeah. and he has never apologized explained anything i mean truly it was like it was like it it's it sounds like a like a tale like a tale from the crypt or something it's yeah. so crazy i just needed to have a sip of water cuz i just, know i had it, to it roll back on the up. table it yeah. was nuts it was the, the, it was the craziest up? uh was this guy catholic no, he was a uh, uh, half Jewish, uh-huh. but um, very WASPy in his okay.
0: emotional.
2: Wh- where in the country was he from? Texas. I, I have some theories.
0: Okay, well, you've blown apart my theories. Wow. Yeah, because
2: I was like, oh, Texas. You know, I, I was very much like taken with that the Southern drawl and sure. his Southern friends mm-hmm. and the Southern charm and there's a politeness there that comes from I think from that Southern. Um, yeah. From being raised in the South. Uh-huh. However, I think that to, you know, to its detriment, sometimes that Southern charm is used to disguise the ability to actually communicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so people might be more polite rather than actually you know, say or feel something that's necessary and express it.
1: Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think there's a real darkness there. I mean, it's, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and to be fair. I don't trust people from the South, It's frankly.
2: It's tough. I mean, now I it's tough. And yeah. I still remember, you know, we were coming back from uh, visiting my parents on Long Island. We're taking the train back into the city. And he said the cruelest thing <laughs> you could imagine, which was, you know, it's really unattractive how you interact with your parents. <laughs>
1: oh my god it's really
2: unattractive how you interact with your parents and of course i immediately felt terrible about myself but in retrospect i now realize that it's like oh you couldn't you he was uncomfortable with the fact that my family is so you know for better or worse so like fucking loud jewy new york that we Mm -hmm. nothing gets kept you Uh know nothing gets kept inside and so so you know we're very emotive and you know, nothing gets left unsaid. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there was an element of me reverting to, I don't know, some level of immaturity or I don't even know, but but ultimately it's I, it's nothing that I apologize for, or feel right. bad about. And so at the time it was just, it actually ha- like sort of hardened and iced iced up my, my, my yeah. heart yeah. because oh. I thought, oh, now I, I have to sort of, I have to sort of follow his lead and be more of a quote unquote adult no, by not. sort of, by, by, you know, oh, no. shutting off my feelings. What
1: nope. Piece of nope. shit. What a piece yeah. of shit. So it, wasn't, it, pushed it you, was uh, sudden, this breakup, but it, then you are going back and reviewing the files and yeah. seeing some red flags like that.
2: It's not oh, – yeah. Well. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say red – yeah. I don't know. I mean one th- – Some clues. There's some clues okay. and I remember, you know, telling people afterwards or realizing after enough time that – Once we moved in together, he, (laughs) this is, like, why didn't I realize this? I don't know why this, I didn't realize this at the time, but he was, he, like, lectured me because I said, I love you too much.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, fuck this And also, I didn't, but, like... Take it easy, dude. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. No, you know together. what he did you. He did you a service. You oh. are now with Fernando. That's I mean, much yes. better place. Thank in God. God he's gone. And you see, yeah, you saw you saw red flags. It was like yeah. Rachel on the on the Bachelorette. She saw she saw red flags <laughs> with Peter all the way back in Geneva. <laughs> did you watch or no? I cannot. I don't
2: understand the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. Really, I, I don't understand it. And I've asked people who are fans, people who are ironic fans. Uh-huh. I don't under. I cannot understand that. And, like, as gay guys, I'd imagine you might understand this, but, like, that vacuum of heteronormativity where it's, Mm -hmm. like, there's this house, like, a random house, Uh and this lady or this guy go to this house and all these people show up, and so by default... They want to marry that person. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. Yeah. I don't. I honestly do not understand it. it. Doesn't make any sense. I've tried it's to get Michelle insane. Collins to explain it to me. Yeah. Sh- and I, I still can't understand it.
0: it. It, yeah, it just hits a half ironic, half real kind of place. But where do, do just, they want to so get? Silly. They go
2: there when they when somebody says you're here for the wrong reasons. Does yeah. that does, is that code for something?
0: That means you're there to get famous to like work the former Bachelor contestant circuit and yeah. make your so you know, that five thousand dollars for a personal appearance.
2: Okay, so then that in and of itself still your catchphrase. But isn't that in and of itself crazy enough to push
0: viewers to not to not buy the show if no 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 because the the other thing is the the half that is there for what are quote unquote the right reasons eventually I believe, get mesmerized into the show's process. Wow. So it's like, you know, at the beginning when people say, like, I'm really falling in love with Danielle or whatever, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, shut the fuck up. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. But you might be. It might be the kind of thing where it's just like a sensory deprivation tank kind of a situation where you're just like, there's nothing from the outside. They take your phone. There's nothing to talk about but yeah. this, this guy or this girl.
1: And they're all kind of gorgeous. They're all basic kind of idiots, gorgeous. They're that, all like, half drunk
0: all the time. <laughs> And uh, what doesn't make sense to me, and you you got into this in Rock Bottom, is, like, to make it a gay show, why would you just copy that format? Absolutely. Because there's a house full of vetted, like, cast— Sure. —cast, like— Cast directed people, mm-hmm. and they're all just gonna fall in love with the one guy who's dull as shit, and not have sex with each other. Very confusing. Or get mad at each other for having sex with each other. What the fuck else would you do in a house full of single, attractive gay yeah. guys? I, I, You're gonna I, I, like hit the ground fucking. What show was that called?
2: <laughs> uh, Founding Prince Charming. Right. I couldn't. I couldn't stomach to watch any of it, ironically
0: I, or not.
1: Yeah, I tough. couldn't. I couldn't either. I, it was. It was rough. Uh, Matt McConkie did a whole show about it. Oh no. Yeah. Well, a miniseries with oh. four episodes was all I could squeeze out of that. Yeah. in terms of making fun of it. It was bleak. Yeah. Did you watch you, you missed nothing. Fire Island? No. I saw a little bit of it.
0: Did you?
2: I saw a smidge and was infuriated. Yeah. It I was, was done. It was difficult to watch. Really, really painful and like such a disservice to gay guys. Yeah. Such a huge – people – I don't know. You guys pro- probably understand this, but I think so many people who are not even like persons of note <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. do the wor- like gay guys do the worst sh- the most offensive shit and when they don't even realize it yeah. like they don't even realize yeah. what they're doing and right. it's so offensive and Fire Island is just a a slightly bigger version of that but I
0: don't think anybody even watched it no nobody cares about it no it was unbelievable it was uh, it was you know a bunch of guys in a house in Fire Island it was their summer share or whatever and uh, and they all had the exact same body uh-huh. except one of them had like hair in his chest and that was his whole story that, <laughs> that, was, that <laughs> was literally there were like eight episodes and that was his entire story
2: well that was the thing that that, that guy was like Whatever I saw of it, he was like, "I'm feel a little self conscious." But they never explained why. They never tried to speak to
0: that
1: story. Yeah. No, well, like he was having like some body yeah. issues.
2: Yeah.
0: And also, they they never. I mean, not that you need for this to be like a psychological deep dive into like the gay experience or whatever. But fucking try. I mean, so like try if the other something. six guys have the exact same body. Isn't it worth exploring why? Maybe, and like yeah. what? Like why are they so terrified not to have those shoulders and abs? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's something pathological it's, going on. It's yeah. so strange. It is maybe, really so. Maybe odd. I still
1: have it, but let's yeah. also talk about yeah. Sure. What else is going yeah. on? Why?
2: Why is that so important? It's so. Yeah. De- it was so depressing to me. And truly, yeah, was it was so depressing. Have you been to Fire Island in real life? Yeah. So me, my ex and I were part of. So my my ex was like, um, I don't know where it's the right way to say this. Um, a sociopath (laughs) no 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 i was gonna say no no no. maybe i mean but anything's possible but i but was somebody who was trying to in some sense fit into the gay Uh, chelsea manhattan world that i just never was but he and his friends maybe because they were all were not from new york or because they just are sort of fall into that rubric of of what many gay guys are Uh um they tried to check off all the boxes mm-hmm. of like the things that we do, the places we go, we do yeah. this, we act like we have more money than we do. We mm-hmm. try to buy expensive brands. We read these magazines. And so going to fire Island was like one of the things on that list. Yeah, And so we had a share for, I think two summers and I, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm from long Island. So it's yeah. like, it's like, it's just so funny to think about how, Long Island is literally just like a car wash and Dunkin' Donuts and a bagel store and another (laughs) car wash, Dunkin' Donuts, a gynecology office, you know, a a breast cancer center, Donuts, Donuts, Dunkin'. It's crazy. (laughs) And then to think that everyone's thinking about like how it's just basically a bridge to this gay fantasia is so funny to me. But, yeah, we were, were, you know, we were in a share and it was so not my thing. And I tried to – I tried to – Get into it, but it ended up just being me and my dog, like uh-huh. me I was I would bring books that fun, yeah, it yeah. was fun, that but everybody in the house was like raging all the time, and yeah. some people i'll never forget there was one weekend where this guy came out, and i I'm telling you, and i'm not it sounds like I'm exaggerating, it sounds like a joke. He did not stop dancing from the moment he got <laughs> to the house to the moment that he left. When there was no music on, I'm uh-huh. like, "What are you dancing to?" Uh, I took meth. I, 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 meth. I'm like, yeah. "What are you dancing to?" Yeah. I'd had, I took video. I sent it to my friends. I'm like, "What is this guy dancing to?" <laughs> Why are you dancing? Yeah. And then yeah. He, he he lives here now, and I and he's one of these gay guys, guys where I'm like, "He's well, I don't know what's happening." He he's one of those dudes who like made his body it's like he made his body into an extreme meaning he went from being like i don't know like slender and lean or normal or whatever to like a um uh a soft he's like a a a a a marshmallow (laughs) man like a muscular like stay puff, where
0: where you feel like the skin is about to pop
2: (laughs) yeah i'm like you're going if i like if i stuck a pin
0: i mean he'd explode yeah Yeah. i'm like what are you how well, did you get there yeah what and is that yeah that and that is something that a show like fire island exactly. could potentially what have explored yeah. again not that it needs to be some sort of like pbs right. nature documentary but what is this but yeah what the
2: what's fuck happening is what's happening here what's going on and also do you like so do you guys who all have the same body do you see like what do you see, like when you are attracted to somebody it's inevitably somebody who looks like you yes So you're just
1: jerking off essentially. Exactly.
2: In the mirror. But like, what, but do you have a, do you care about like, like what are the features that interest you? If not, you know, this, this, it's basically, like Nordic body, right? Yeah. What, what, right. what, what do, you do
0: freckles or facial hair or yeah? No, what? it's just to me, it's just the uniform. It's it the, the uniform. uniform that you go and you buy. And if like if your lapel pin is wrong, then it's like sorry, sorry. You, can't, you can't, you can't play. You don't have the right uniform. You can't. You it's can't it's play. really it's astounding. It's an it, astounding
2: yeah. thing,
1: and, and uh, it's depressing. And, and it's nobody explores it. that. You know. Jerking off in front of a mirror, but I think right. it's also half about what, how how the two of you look together. Sure,
2: sure. Oh, that yeah, is, I, I mean, uh, you're just tapping into people. nothing. I don't think anything, nothing rattles me more than the gay dudes who look exactly the same and they market their relationship. Oh, or maybe okay. they don't look exactly no. the nope. same, but nope. they market their relationship. That bl- and then gay blogs <sighs> pick it up and run with it, and I'm yeah. ho- I'm horrified. I I was. <laughs> i've been like um doing like a personal training session with this dude from my gym who i really like uh-huh. and he's straight and he's wonderful and there was a um a guy at it's a crossfit gym you know and, uh-huh. and there was a a guy taking one of the classes who's like a gay instagram model or whatever uh-huh. and i was like rolling my eyes and my trainer was like what's what do you th- what's wrong and i'm like oh that guy he's just the worst And he's like what do you mean he's like really nice and i was like yeah, yeah, to you he's really nice. To me he's like the the poster child of like the deepest level of narcissism, so much so that like everything he does on his social media is meant to be hypersexualized or he'll pretend that it's not supposed to be hypersexualized yeah, when yeah, clearly yeah. it's supposed to be hypersexualized thereby basically, you know, perpetuating a horrible stereotype that continues to just you know, a road at every gay guy's brain makeup Thank day you. after day after day. Thank you. And my personal trainer, the guy, he was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. I guess you're, uh, yeah, you yeah I guess this nice through. doesn't, yeah, nice doesn't just yeah. take somebody. And I was, yeah. and he, he was, wasn't just rude to you at the counter. Yeah. Exactly. Like and yeah. he wasn't, and he wasn't rude to me at all. He's, he's apparently
0: a very nice guy. Is and, it Steve Grant? Who? Steve Graham. Oh, the, the country singer? No. The country singer who's constantly in bikini briefs being like, "You guys st- stop I I li- am an artist and I need you to stop looking <laughs> at my body." Literally every like yeah, his yeah, yeah. entire campaign is just him. He's the it's naked insane. cowboy basically.
2: There's one dude on Instagram who I, I was laughing the other day because I went through a deep a deep dive and unfollowed every gay guy on Instagram who depressed me, uh-huh, whose Instagram cool. like made me feel bad. And I and I thought I got through all of them and there's one guy showed up and it was him. <laughs> it's him like on a on like rocks at the beach like nude with his butt out and he did a series of these pictures with his butt out and then in the comments somebody was like like you know as 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 he would expect, you know like wow or like like that ass right. though and he was like he said to that person, "Calm down. This is art."
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Calm
2: down. This is art. You posted three pictures in a row of your uh, ass in the outdoors, and we're supposed to know that this is for artistic. Also, yeah. are you an artist? Also, are you a model? Like, what? Yeah.
0: Also, is yeah. your dick on a rock?
2: I see like, your, are your you dick is on a rock. Yeah. What is
0: it? I, I, I don't know. I'm he, constantly, needs down. He's, he's yeah. he needs to calm down. He's a fucking calm down. And but, you know what? We are fighting. We're fighting that. We're fighting the power trying. with this podcast. That that's is what right. we're doing. We're breaking through to a new level of consciousness and awareness. Yeah. I'm trying. My,
2: my I remember one of my best friends when he heard you on Rana and Beverly, texted me because I hadn't listened to it yet, and he said he's one of us. Oh, I know that about wow. you. I know that about you already.
1: But good, good. Good. That's the greatest that compliment. That I one of us. Allow. Yep. And listeners, you. if you made it this far, you are
0: some of us also. Thank you for listening. Uh,
1: thank, what a, thank, what you a thank you, Elliot Glazer. Elliot Glazer, thank you so much for, for having me. Guest. Thank you. I could talk about Everybody follow him on Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, <laughs> he, he is a gorgeous specimen. <laughs> <That laughs> <is> oh, <absolutely laughs> no, no, no. And
0: there is a, re- a recent shirtless picture. I'm just going oh, to bust it. This is
2: insane. Oh. I, 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 I didn't th- – I was like, oh, I guess this is interesting. Oh, I'll post wow. m- a picture with m- my boyfriend. And yeah. we were at a, at a pool, and I never thought – I just. I thought maybe this would be. It's crazy, oh. Elliot. It's
0: okay. You're allowed to do that. It's you're just not, weird. I just, yeah. just like what is, people? What? Turns out, my
2: dad you're
1: just one of those gays, Elliot. I was like, that's man. what I was afraid of. My dad
2: even emailed me, and he's like, "How'd you get
0: those abs? I was like,
1: Jesus, Listen, Dad, you're, what is you're, happening? You're, you're
0: doing the box jumps. You're doing the. Oh. You're doing the rope climbs. Is that a box jump? Thing? No, I don't know. But you're but you're in the cross. You're I'm in the box. You're doing the work. Like you, just Show like the you. Fuck off. I'm just Show trying. Yeah, do it. Ain't nobody judging you. Elliot Glazer, you'll be back. Oh, I'd love to. You, Elliot. Thanks for having I me. Hope. Thank you for being here. Let's talk Terry Polo for more. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Another cut the hour. mics and talk Terry Polo.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Hell, that was nourishing, yeah. Glazer! Nourishing to the spirit. What a treasure!
0: He's amazing, and what a voice! Wow. If you uh, if he's coming to your town with haunting renditions, don't miss. Yeah,
1: I cannot wait to see one of those live. I uh, either.
0: By the way, we want to give you advice. I mean, obviously, we're qualified to give it. Clearly, we're at the top of our game. Yeah, it's our respective games. yeah uh, If you have, if you have issues, if you have love issues, if you have sex issues, if you have commitment issues, mm-hmm. if you have coming out issues, yeah. if you have any kind of issues, really, yeah. style issues, yeah, uh, automotive issues. Don't come with automotive issues. I mean, or you. do,
1: but don't expect an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might get an entertaining answer. You won't get a helpful one. <laughs> Uh, we have a number. It is 424-248-8978. Uh-huh, that number one more time. 424-248-8978. You've got that number. We will tweet it out at homophiliapod.com. On Twitter um, We should thank Chris Bannon uh, Colin Dana Anderson Dana Wickens. Wickens Everybody at the Earwolf Everybody the Earwolf uh, Ben Wise for the music And uh, uh, I gotta thank Deanna Chang And Casey Wilson And uh, Daniel Schneider And uh, thank you Dave Holmes no, thank
0: you <laughs> Until next time
1: This is Jess McKenna. And I'm Reno. And we're the host of a new podcast right here at Earwolf called Off Book, the, the improvised, improvised musical podcast. podcast. It's a podcast, but it's also an improvised musical where we get a guest and we talk to them and then Scott Passerel starts playing and then we black out for a second. And when we come to, we've created a brand new musical. Yeah. People are saying it's better than the Beatles. You can say that too. If you listen uh, to our first episode with Paul F. Tompkins or our second episode with Mary Holland, we got some great guests lined up. So, guys, rate, review, and you got to subscribe on that Apple Podcast, baby. Or wherever you listen to your podcast. We'd like it so much. Just so much.